0: Welcome to Delusions of Grandeur podcast. I'm Lady Naomi and I'm here with Chrissy Marie. Hey, Chrissy Marie, how are you?
1: I'm amazing. How are you?
0: I'm fabulous. (laughs) Excellent. Utterly fabulous. Glad to hear it. Yeah, and we're here for episode 33.
1: 33. My my
0: favourite number.
1: Why is it your favourite number? I don't know. Okay, just like it. It's
0: always been my favourite number. It's just
1: a shapely number.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay, cool. And today, what are we talking about? I don't
0: know. What are we talking
1: about? <laughs> We're talking about light, light bulb, bulb moments. moments. Yeah, <laughs> Love
0: it. All right. Well, I'm not having one at the moment. So how about you start?
1: Okay. So for anyone who who maybe isn't familiar with the term, I I got this from Oprah. Oprah used to always talk about light bulb moments. And it's kind of those moments in your life where you might be just going through the grind, going through the motions, and then all of a sudden something just hits you and you're like, Hang on a minute. Either this is not what I'm meant to be doing, or this is what I'm meant to be doing, or what am I doing? Um, but it's that that sort of bolt from the blue that just makes you stop and go. Hang on, I need to I need to think about some stuff, or I need to get some shit sorted out. So, yeah, I I love the idea of a light bulb moment, and mine is um yeah mine mine's kind of funny actually. So back in in the olden days when I was far younger and my children were far smaller. I, I remember <laughs> we're sitting in a, a car on like a forty degree summer day. The kids would have been maybe like two and five. They were they were little whippersnappers. Um, it was stinking hot, and I was sitting watching my then husband play cricket.
0: Why were you in the car?
1: Um, because it was in the shade. And oh,
0: it was. So, like air conditioned or Oh no no, no windows open.
1: windows were open. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, I'm with you now. Um,
0: I'm not a, an aficionado of watching cricket.
1: I wish I I hadn't been actually. I, <laughs> I do not recommend to anyone.
0: Sorry, I've interrupted. So go. <laughs> what happened then?
1: Well, I was actually reading a book because I was in my second year of uni doing my teaching degree and I was doing a sociology subject and one of the prescribed texts for this particular um, assignment was called The Sacrificial Mother. And it was, it just talked about all of the sacrifices that mums make and the way that they live their lives to be able to make sure that everyone else is fully clothed and fed and taken care of. And often they're the last person who have their needs met. And so I'm reading this, this book, um, in the car watching cricket, which wasn't something that really set my heart on fire, hanging out with the kids. They were a little bit feral at the time. Um, and I just burst into tears. (laughs) It was like, and this probably isn't okay. So I considered that one of my light bulb moments where it was just that no matter how much I tried to tell myself that I was okay and that everything was okay and that I had everything under control just the timing and that culmination into that moment was just like hang on a minute this is this is not okay like and this is maybe not the life I want to have this is not the constant compromises that I want to be making. And so, yeah, it, it then set in motion a, a series of events that, that then sort of led me to we separated and subsequently divorced and um, and I...
0: Oh, because of cricket.
1: Well, I, I did say that to my now husband when we were sort of dating. I'm like, well, you know what happened last time? I had to go watch some of my cricket. <laughs> 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 so That's a bit of a running joke. Um, but I, I just think that yeah for me it was so powerful because I was always and it's my personality type where if I'm going to do something I'm going to be the best damn thing that there is and so when I found out I was going to be a mom it was like okay great I'm going to be the best damn mom like I'm going to smash this shit um and I think that like motherhood's not a competitive sport like (laughs) thank you for clarifying I, I think but in my mind I had to be best and yeah, yeah. it was like great if i'm going to be a mom i'm going to be this incredible mom and it was all kind of built on this unstable kind of foundation in terms of it was all not real it was all really superficial and, and that kind of thing and it was just again the culmination of events reading this book all at the same time the planets aligned just to go whoa and i think for me that's what a light bulb moment is
0: so you can't create a light bulb moment, but you need to be cognizant of yourself so you know when it happens. Is that what you're saying?
1: I think that it's one of those yeah you you probably can't create it, but it's almost the that when you spark the match and and it then lights everything and yeah. and there's that ignition yeah. I think that that's it's the starting point, and it can sometimes we we can ignore the that that moment where you don't want to you don't wanna hear it, you don't wanna see it, you don't wanna get that insight at that time because you're too busy or it's inconvenient or a bit like, like me at the time where it's like I had a very lovely existence, so, you know, it was living the dream in terms of, you know, beautiful kids, beautiful family, home, all those kind of things. But it's it's being open to to kind of listening to your gut and listening to your body and going, But but is this real and does this does this really Um, serve my purpose does this really make me happy or am I pretending to be happy or am I pretending to be successful or fulfilled or all of those kind of things insert thing here um, where sometimes we can just be so scared that we shut ourselves off to maybe the potential that there is something better and there's something more and we do actually get to be genuinely happy or genuinely fulfilled as opposed to just kind of going through the motions like like the rat on the treadmill
0: so you you've burst into tears. Yeah. And then what? What 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 happens next? What do you how did you get from there to where you are now? Like in, in an instant. How did you did you know what your next move would be?
1: Oh god, no. No, no. It okay. was it was petrifying because um that acknowledgement of stuff's not okay was really confronting because that meant that I'd failed. I I'd, I'd not been the best damn mum and the best damn wife and the best damn XYZ because it wasn't working. (laughs) And so that was, I had to deal with a lot of shit myself before then I could be brave enough to have the conversation with my then husband to go, hey, how's this working for you? Because this is how I'm feeling right now. So yeah. And
0: okay, when you had that conversation, did he know that, maybe you weren't at the same place happiness wise as him
1: yeah yeah and that that's complex and I don't okay. really want to go into it um but yeah needless to say it wasn't a very successful conversation or series of conversations in terms of of how that was received and and next steps so okay. yeah yeah
0: Right. so have, is that the one and only light bulb moment you've had, or um, well, I, I kind of. Or do d- you just you lurch from light bulb to light bulb?
1: <laughs> I'm like a moth, just like binging into like yeah. bright lights. No, I, I guess I kind of touched on it in our last episode when we're talking about study, um, mm-hmm. where I was uh, I just desperately wanted to learn something else, but I couldn't quite put my finger on what I wanted it to be. I'd sort of looked around, um, in terms of like maybe psychology or maybe marketing or like I'd really bounced around a couple of kind of ideas going, oh, maybe this, maybe this. And it wasn't until I did some free online studies that I went, hang on a minute, like, I want more of this. And so that in itself was for me a bit of a light bulb moment because it really narrowed the scope in terms of I I knew I wanted to learn more about something and that then allowed me to go, I want to learn more about that. Um, And again, it was that management theory and business theory and that kind of thing that I went, oh my God, like how amazing is this? So then I gave Swinburne about $20,000 in it. (laughs) Money. Um, yeah and and the rest is history so yeah wow. mm.
0: and so you can't encourage a light bulb moment to occur you have to be aware that it has occurred are they frequent does I everybody have them have I, have I missed something
1: <laughs> well I think you've got to be um, in that state of kind of conflict or there has to be that sense of friction like if you're if you're carrying on in your life and you're like I, I love my life and you say yes to the opportunities that you want to say yes to and you say no to the opportunities that you don't want to say yes to then then I think that you're probably, you' probably you're not going to need or not going to have those light bulb moments as much. So um, whereas for me I was I was conflicted and, and what it come down to for me was that that authenticity and where it was I maybe wasn't being real with myself I wasn't you know being real with my family and that kind of thing about, um, the life I wanted to have, and and what really made me happy, and and all of those kind of things, and um, so yeah, I, I feel like it it almost needs to have for me, it it needs to have that sort of friction or that um conflict in what well, it can be an inner conflict for you then to to have that sense of hang on a minute, um, but as I said as well, if you're a, a certain personality type, you can stuff that deep down and you can you know you can shut that bitch up you know you 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 don't necessarily listen to the voice or you don't necessarily um go aha when you have the aha moment um because you're either so busy doing other things or you simply don't want to hear it you just so blocked off and you're like no not right now I can't deal with this yeah
0: so what do you need to if there's you know stuff burbling in the background what do you need to do to get to that stage of release, well, I think
1: it's just awareness. Like it's, and I know it's very woo-woo and we've kind of. We have somewhat covered some of these kind of concepts previously, but it's being open and receptive. Um, and and something that I've learned as I've gotten older that. I need to listen to my body more. And and the human design stuff that I've been exposed to as well talks about your centers and and what's open and closed and defined and undefined. And it's very fascinating. But ultimately, all of that comes from when you're open to receive or when you you listen to what your body's saying to you, that's when you start to get a real sense of where you should be going and what you should be doing. Um, Whereas if you're stuck in that headspace of, thinking thinking the brain rules everything then that's when you, you're not generally going to get those because you, you're analyzing and thinking about everything and everything has to make sense instead of you just stopping and going how does my body feel when I say yes to things like this or how did my body feel when I say no to stuff like this is it a sense of relief or is it a sense of anxiety mm. um and that's something that I'm learning and and I guess I had a a light bulb moment in terms of human design stuff that I've been learning because the certain um, profile that that I'm part of, um, their little mantra is just because you can doesn't mean you should. And I giggle at that because there's that many times on a daily basis where I, I catch myself and I repeat that to myself. And I just think of all the ridiculous things I've said yes to in my lifetime because I can. I'm like, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And it's almost a sense I want to prove to people I can do it, prove to myself I can do it as well. But by saying yes to that, I often then get that flood of, oh man, why did I say yes to that? What have I <laughs> mm, done? Like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> and so it's being able to slow down that instead of being the instant reaction to go, yes, um, and <laughs> I, I don't know if I've, I've made this reference previously, but I remember year one, uh, a person who I was in primary school with said that I <laughs> I would volunteer to jump in a puddle. And so, I, I giggle about it because my personality is like, yeah, of course I do. Like, I'm up for anything in terms of, like, any... Um, group or club or association that's going in my workplace I'm like yes I'm in (laughs) (laughs) so so I say yes to all of this stuff and then afterwards I'm like oh but like again just because I can say yes to it doesn't mean that I should it doesn't Mm. mean that that's a good use of my space and time and Mm. and that kind of thing so back to the original point I am trying to slow down that immediate response to yes yeah I can do that to actually no I, I don't feel like doing that or I my body's not telling me that that's, that's what I need right now. Mm, okay. And that's a really huge shift for me to try and be making because I feel like in the second half of my life, I've been running frantically towards something or, or through life because I've I've had that mentality of, well, I could be dead tomorrow. And so it's, it's that sense of almost making up for lost time in terms of being alive and, and having a meaningful life and all these kind of things. So I'm, I'm running towards this destination, but it, it's not the destination. I think I'm kind of like running through life. So it's it's good to slow down and actually stop and think about what I'm saying yes to um, and making it meaningful and making sure that I'm there for everybody around me in my world, mm. that I, I'm not sort of sweeping in to save the day or, or being the doer for everybody. Mm. It's being able to take that step back and go, actually... No, those, those people can do that stuff for themselves if they really want to. And, and it's not up to me to save the world. Aww. So, yeah, I think that's a that's probably a big light bulb. Um, but that was probably a, a prolonged, you know, neon sign as opposed to... <laughs> not
0: just a single bulb. <laughs> that's right. It's not like Oprah's going and you get a light bulb and you get a light bulb and you get a light
1: bulb. That's right. Yeah.
0: Okay. So it's really, it's a form of self-awareness.
1: I feel like if, if you slow it down, have a bit of a think about stuff, are open and receptive, then you'll get those, those aha moments or those light bulb moments mm, when okay. they, when they come along. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'd love to hear about anyone else's light bulb moment. I'd yeah, I'd so love to hear about yours if you if you've got one. I don't but.
0: feel it no, I I think I'm just a different person that way.
1: Yeah, and and your life has had a very different trajectory to mine, and and you've had, you know, moments where you've made decisions and and you've not conflicted about that. You're like, I've made that decision, yeah. and and this I is cool. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. So, um, it's not that everyone has to have that, but it's being able to kind of unpack it if and when you do experience it, mm-hmm. and. Yeah,
0: and not treat it as a negative. That's T- exactly right. To take right. something away from it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to hear anyone else's light bulb moments. Don't leave me hanging here. Surely I'm not the only person who's ever no, had no, a, no. A, an Oprah aha moment. Her <laughs> That's right. Me and Oprah.
0: What does Cassandra say about, or does she not?
1: I I don't actually hear her referencing. Oh. Okay. the the light bulb moment or or that kind of thing but I think it really speaks to her key messaging around authenticity and being yourself and mm, and that mm, kind of thing so okay. I think she she underpins the entire thing okay as, as Brené does oh, okay <laughs> well yeah my. so
0: if you have had a light bulb moment you know, hit us up let us know when how how you reacted what what you drew from it in the end yeah. Uh, yeah, we want to know. We want to know about you.
1: Exactly. And we are on Delusions of Grandeur podcast on Facebook and Instagram. So here's but, up,
0: But not OnlyFans. No. Or TikTok. No, or Pinterest.
1: I, I'm on Pinterest as Chrissy Marie, but I'm not on there as, as Delusions of Grandeur. But is that something you'd be interested in? Do, no. do our people, no, not you, like our people? <laughs> no. it's, it's a question for our broader audience. I don't know what we'd put on Pinterest.
0: Oh, no, I struggle with Pinterest. Oh, I It's a rabbit hole.
1: Oh, I'm obsessed with Pinterest. Yeah,
0: no. And it's just, I, I don't get other stuff done when <laughs> I go down that rabbit hole. <laughs> I mean, as if Instagram and Facebook and Flickr and v- the new one, Vino, Vimo. Oh, no. If it's not, if there's okay. too much now, I yeah. don't need more.
1: No, no, that's okay.
0: No. But yeah, I'd like to hear what other people have got to say on the whole light bulb moment scenario.
1: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
0: And they can contact us on those socials. Mm. And then we're going to come back next week and talk about.
1: We're actually going to talk about the value of travel. Okay. And this one is actually inspired by my recent trip to America. Woohoo! Oh, I'm not showing off or anything, but yes, I'm a, a global traveller. Well, um,
0: <laughs> after no one's been nowhere for a couple of years. Um, yeah, so you've you've um you've just had a momentous journey, which that, that's is right. fantastic to hear about.
1: It yeah. is. So it the next week will probably be just a bit me like humble bragging about all the cool shit that I've done. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Look forward to it.
0: <laughs> yeah, do that. Um so yeah, until next week, I guess it's goodbye from us and uh, yeah, hit us up, interact, and for those people who do constantly message that's really good to hear from you. Thank you. And we'll reply to as many as we can. Um, yeah, it's good.
1: We love our listeners. And I think I, I, I need to be like Miss Kim at the end of <gasps> Romper Room. Can you
0: see through the window? Oh,
1: I can see Jillian and I can see Joe, and I can see Donna and I can see Peter and I can see Naomi and I can see... I
0: can see Matt. Oh, you can? I can.
1: I can. <laughs> <laughs> I can see CB. <laughs> and
0: Alicia, 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 for sure. And some person in Belgium that we still don't know who you are, but hello and thank you for listening every week.
1: We love you. Thank you to our international listeners. Um, and if we haven't said your name, please let us know so that we can mention you in future. I love this as a segment to close. I think we need to. This is Did us you, now. no yeah, yeah.
0: See, I they never said my name on Facebook.
1: Oh, I can see Naomi. So <laughs> I, you know,
0: I just think it's it blocks people out. It's it's not an inclusive thing. to be doing on a regular basis. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, okay, so it's goodbye from me.
1: And goodbye from me. Toodle pip.
0: Bye.